hate you. Fuck you. Fuck you, both you awful people. You're not my parents. I hate you. I hate this house. I hate Christmas. <laughs> Hi, welcome back again to Queer Horror Cult. Episode 10. Yeah, episode 10. We're on the Decalogue. We made it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Laurie. I'm Aria. So, how have you been? You're uh, finished school. Oh, God. I guess you were last time we recorded, weren't you? Um, yeah, I guess I was, wasn't I? Yeah, but you're still, like, kind of brain dead. I still dead. don't feel like I am. I still brain dead. God, I... Yeah, no, with this, with this uh, dog-sitting gig, it's like I... I haven't really rested this week, so I'm glad I have three weeks off instead of the usual two. Yeah, no kidding. Because I am still exhausted. Oh, fun, fun, fun. So, you know, a good cure for uh, feeling brain dead is watching trash movies. That are meet you where you're at brain function-wise? Well, you know, it's like you can go into them without <laughs> the expectation of having to think. And if the, you're lucky, yeah. they will make you think. True. But, yeah, I guess you have the option not to if you're just yeah. really not feeling it. <laughs> yeah. How are you? I'm alive. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... It's uh, the holiday season, which, Ooh. dead of winter. Uh, yesterday was the shortest day of the year, longest night of the year for us here. And so the lack of sunlight is really not helping. Plus that, like bone-chilling wind yesterday that made minus three feel like minus million. Oh, yeah, that was that, that was not too pleasant. sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but, it's a bit less uh, of a thing today, which is nice. It is a good excuse to curl up where it's warm and put on some junk food horror kind of movies. I watched Don't Answer the Phone, also known as The Hollywood Strangler, mm. and that is one sleazy-ass movie. Like, it that is... sounds like it. It could be. It is a very sleazy movie. It was um, pretty enjoyable for something as low rent as it was. Well, good. But it's one of those things that make sure you know what you're getting into because <laughs> it is a crass film. It's very crass. Fair um, enough. I also watched Devil's Express, which was a great, great little kung fu romp mm. um, set in New York City where it was more about a black kung fu gang fighting a Chinese kung fu gang than it was about any of the demons in the subway. Like, that was kind of the afterthought. Fair enough. Yet, okay. that's what the movie was structured around, so go figure. Hmm. Damn, I feel like I watched something else today. Basket Case. How could I forget Basket Case? Frank Henenlotter. It's like classic, cheesy, exploitation monster fun. Nice. Um... I kind of forgot how enjoyable that movie was. It's been a few years. And, yeah. So, while I've been working on getting uh, various Christmas and festive things ready, it's been nice to have that background noise. Mm -hmm. uh, but, enough talking about these movies. We have a couple movies from last time to talk about, don't we? <laughs> well, movie and TV episode. Yeah, movie and a TV episode. So, why don't we start with your recommendation? We did uh, The Loved Ones. ones. Um, why, why did you recommend this one? I mean, other than the obvious the <laughs> theme, uh, what about this movie did you really like? Mm. It's fucking creepy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it has one. Yeah, it, it's, um, yeah, the obvious was, it, for anyone who's seen it, I'm sure they, they it, know why. It was always you, Daddy. Exactly. And I think I mentioned when recommending it that, um, even though that wasn't made explicit, until it was made explicit. Yeah. <laughs> I still... I kind of saw it coming. Like, I, I kind of got that vibe from it. It was well integrated. Like It yeah, was. It, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. When um the moment... When that line happens, it's not... It's, it doesn't feel out of place. <laughs> no, it's definitely, like, the character is having a revelation that you already were kind of clued in on. That, yeah. that for her, it's this, like, oh, 
a moment of like light bulb going off and yeah, yeah. however you want to describe it. So yeah, that was an interesting one. Yeah, um, yeah it's creepy. It's, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yep. Um, and it's, and I guess it's also like a little sort of interesting flip on the usual gender dynamic amongst teenagers of who we expect to be the predator versus mm. the prey and turn, yeah, the whole thing. Not that it's not that we never see predatory or antagonistic girls, but it's not usually done this way, I guess. No, this was a this was a really cool I don't know, it's weird. I, I was going to say subversion. I didn't find this movie to be particularly yeah, subversive. Yeah, isn't the right word, but I, I know what you mean. Like, it's just kind of like... Like, that wasn't what the movie was no. going for. Yeah, and that's so fine. That, that's not yeah. like a shot against it No, it, it doesn't need to be going for anything so much. It's just like, hey, here's what we're doing, and yeah. just sit back and enjoy, which I did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it's, uh, it's, it's different, I guess. <laughs> Maybe yeah. the word to use. Well, it's a great choice. I fucking love this movie. Oh, yeah, it's... Excellent. Okay. And then you did the X Files episode, season four. Season four. I don't remember which episode number. I don't Early, know. I think it's like episode two or three. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, is there any reasons beyond beyond the obvious? I guess that you picked this one. It's in my mind, and I guess a lot of people's minds, given its popularity, the most horror movie of the episodes, mm, yeah. in my opinion. I think so. It just, it's so gross and creepy. It's fucking grotesque, yeah. <laughs> like, it's got that sort of hills of eyes kind of set up, but mm-hmm. they managed to make it even more skin crawling. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow. <laughs> they found a way. Condensed down to, what, about 43 minutes, they, it is a, it's gross. It's really yeah. gross. Like, it's even pretty graphic, like mm-hmm. violently graphic for what I would expect out of a TV show like that. Um, but there's more to it than just blood and guts, you know, like the, there, it's just gross. Oh, yeah, there's, there's a creep factor that actually lingers with you. Yeah. Just like, oh, that was really gross. Look at all that blood. It's like, no, this yeah. like gets under your skin and crawls around. And I love ugh. the inside <laughs> of the house. Like I mm-hmm. felt like dirty. I felt like the grime from the house was rubbing <laughs> off on me. They did a really good, uh, they did. They use their classic uh, X-Files underlighting everything rather mm. than actually, like, underexposing, I mean. Right. Um, but it works well. It so, does. Yeah. yeah, you don't really get a good <laughs> sense of the space other than this is gross and claustrophobic, and I thought it was really right. cool. Yeah, it's it's a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely incredibly horrifying, yep. content matter-wise, at least. So, good choice. Yeah, so... I always like revisiting those X Files episodes, mm-hmm. and it's also Take a pretty an to, not that you yeah, <laughs> and it's also a pretty easy uh, watch for a recommendation for if there is a time chunk. You know, it is uh, well. It's today, what December twenty second. So, I a lot of people are generally busy around this time. I guess I'm not so much, but <laughs> not anymore now that my parents have uh, gone back home. Right. Yeah, that was great. Had my parents visiting for the uh, week we're recording an episode called The Oedipus and Chill. So <laughs> that, that was interesting. Yeah, we like, got dinner and then I think that's what we really like, got dinner and then we're like, well, gotta go record. Yeah. <laughs> BC in like an hour. Yeah. But I guess it is that time of year and mm. a lot of people, especially online, season. yeah, they're trudging out their Christmas horror movie lists. Um, they're always like a nice variety, but usually you see the big main contenders showing up right. a lot like you'll always see gremlins on the, the of list uh you, you just i've been seeing a lot of you better watch out yeah yeah pretty new yeah like it's, last couple of years yeah i think it was two years ago but mm-hmm. it's uh i can i, I know why i yeah. can see oh, why yeah, yeah that movie creeped me the fuck yeah. out yeah that's an excellent one and then um the other one we see a lot of krampus yep of for course. another modern yeah. one that's krampus yeah um, but there, I guess there is a bit of a canon of classic Christmas horror movies. Mm-hmm. So we figured, well, shit, we can't really not address what time of the year we're making this episode yeah. at. At least not on our first go around. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, maybe we could do something a bit different than just watching Gremlins and talking about it. Yeah. No judgment no, yeah, on no those that do. No offense to everyone else doing Gremlins that. is classic. Gremlins fucking rules. I'm pretty sure that was... Uh, Oh, God, our Gremlins story. This would have been a, f- a few years ago now. <laughs> we watched Gremlins, and we bought a bottle of our favorite 
fizzy red wine. Fizzy wet, red wine, yeah. I, I thought we bought two bottles. A couple well, bottles. yeah, we, we, we had our bottle, and it's like, all right, this will be good. Half a bottle of wine each, that's pretty good. And we burned through it in about 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, man, we really drank that fast. Oh, we got another bottle. And then we ended up just drinking through that in about another 20 minutes. Not even oh, the rest of the oh, evening. Well, it I was can... done before the movie was over because oh, I remember gosh. we were pretty fucking buzzed by the time it came to a close. Um, so that was not the smartest way to go about watching the movie. Guess we'll need to redo it this year. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe a little more sober, you know. Yeah, that'd be fine with me. Oh, me too, me too. Yeah, I gotta can handle s- that. I'm not. Uh, my drinking for the sake of drinking days kind of like to think of those as in the wind a bit, you know. Totally. Yeah. Good way to be. But anyway, so you know, we we could do stuff like that, but we decided let's pick some movies that maybe aren't at the top of everyone's list. Like they're. They're all movies you've probably heard of if you're a big-time horror fan or something. Mm-hmm. They're not... We're not reinventing the wheel with these yeah, choices. Yeah, we, we didn't, like, but... go out of our way to find the most, like, obscure, no-one's-ever-heard-of-it... Like, I had all of these... Originally related to Christmas. <laughs> I had easy access to all of these movies. Well, yeah, you had, so yeah, that, you had that, copies of them, yeah. one of them. Uh, well, we can go on about it. We've heard it's hard to find, but we had a really shitty... Well, you have two copies. I have two really really shitty copies, yeah. On, like, a 30-movie set or some shit, so... So, do you want to just get into that one? Yeah, sure. Okay, (laughs) so this is the first one we watched. Yeah, so what movie were we talking about? We were talking about Silent Night, Bloody Night. Yeah. 72? 72. I remembered. Also known as Night of the Dark Full Moon, for some reason. Yeah, I, I didn't know that until you... You were taught just writing down the list. I didn't know that until right I looked before we started it up. recording. Yeah, I knew it had a different title. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> so this one. Um, well, first let's talk about why we're watching it. I was yeah, I was about oh, to okay, say. Okay, yeah. so I just cut you off. That's okay, that's okay. So um, everybody, every cult movie fan's favorite dirty uncle that's not John Waters is Lloyd Kaufman, and he was so kind as to comment on our post praising sugar cookies a couple of weeks back and mm-hmm. um talking about the director i mentioned that he also directed this movie yeah. silent night bloody night i think he called it silent, silent bloody, bloody night. night silent bloody night yep he said you know it's, it's obscure and it's kind of hard to find but it's uh yeah it's some good shit so we're like okay we should uh Keep that in mind for a couple weeks from now when we're doing our holiday yeah. horror. Well, the name was super familiar to me, and I checked, and of course, I had it in two Mill Creek <laughs> box sets. One was a 13 movie one, one was 50 movies for cult classics. And so I had seen the one in the 13 movie box set. Uh, I think I watched that whole set in like two or three days when I was laid up from the hospital. <laughs> right. um, so I figured, all right, let's just watch the other one. Cause I remember that transfer being garbage and wouldn't you know it? It's the exact same transfer. <laughs> oh, it's bad. You can't tell what's going on. Some of the times like they, that, that's one that I, I'd like to see it restored just so I can get a better idea of what's going on. At yeah. Some vinegar parts. syndrome. Get at <laughs> yeah, us. Get at it. You got um, this. <laughs> and I can have, I can appreciate that sort of like, grindhousey look that sort of like sometimes prints aren't the best quality you sure. use what you can or you know the home video era where that's kind of what you got right. if you picked a well-worn tape off the shelf but that's one thing this this print looks it had like literal vinegar syndrome at times it looks like it was in someone's pocket when they put their <laughs> jeans to the wash <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh Especially in the scenes where they're, like, driving around in the dark and stuff, and you're just like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, <laughs> I assumed it was a snowstorm or it was hailing because yeah, of the like, huge chunks of grain, yeah, like, and no, you can't see static. anything else. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it's kind of hard to separate it, but shitty print aside, what did you think of this one? Um, It was, like, all right. Mm. I think... Kind of forgettable. Yeah, I kind of got those vibes off you that you were yeah. like, okay. I mean, most of the reaction was marveling at the print. Like, can it get worse? Can it get worse? And sure does. Oh, there, there it did. There it and did, I mean, yeah. you know, like, so like, I'm not expecting the world from a print that when you price out that box set, I probably paid a quarter for this movie. Sure, yeah. Um, that, that's totally fair. <laughs> but it was a, a bit difficult to uh, mm-hmm. get through at times. But yeah, other than that, I got the, the impression that it just kind of was so-so from you. Um, I actually enjoyed this flick. A decent amount, but I think it was 
it's like you said, I really want to see a nice restoration. Yeah, like I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing to give it a chance. You yeah, know? like I, I didn't dislike it. I was just kind of like, ah, but, you know, that was a movie. I uh, <laughs> yeah, I liked some of the ideas in it and the pacing, mm-hmm. and I also liked. For the shots that you could see, there are some pretty well done shots in there. Definitely. Yeah, um, I agree. I know my mom walked into the room when we were finished watching this, and there's a scene where someone gets a broken wine glass shoved in their eye. Right. And she just, it made her cringe, even through the staticky grain and stuff. <laughs> she was just like, oh, no. That's totally and, fair. Um, so it's also got a bit of the, the good red stuff in there. <laughs> but yeah, so as far as Christmas goes, felt like to me that was more a setting. Than yeah. anything like it was just which you know is fine yeah, it's fine. uh a lot of movies christmas movies are that or at least christmas horror and stuff mm-hmm. you don't get tons that actually really stick the holiday into it like, yeah they give they show you the reason for the season or whatever yeah like the moral of the i can think of like krampus mm-hmm. as being one that does that for sure um, and then other movies they do use it to a certain extent like die hard is quite christmas themed in certain ways but right. It is a movie that it may not have had the same tone, but you could have set it at a different time and mm-hmm. still had a lot of the same stuff. Right. Um, but this one was one where it really just kind of felt like a backdrop. Yeah, like I, it, I, same kind of thing. I feel like you could have set it at a different time of year mm. and you probably wouldn't have lost anything. Yeah. Much of anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I was uh, in my constant binge rewatching. I couldn't help but notice that uh, another movie, Maniac... 1980 i had no idea this was a christmas movie quote unquote until i saw like a little christmas tree in the background right. of a shot with decorations and it's like oh okay so i guess this one's kind of a christmas movie but it's one of those ones where it's just sort of we're gonna set it this time of the year and that's about it well hell our short movies technically a christmas movie Technic- that's true but that's yeah. just because in one of the shots you see our christmas tree we didn't bother to take down <laughs> It's true. Well, I, we did yeah. I guess uh, specifically didn't bother to take down for filming because it was the beginning of December, so it was yeah. still seasonally appropriate. This wasn't yes. like January and we were just lazy. Yeah, bucks. sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just to contextualize, because I knew what you meant, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we are lazy fucks, but mm-hmm. but this not, was not this time, <laughs> or at least not in the way that you thought I meant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Give us a little bit of credit. <laughs> yeah. So what was it uh, with this movie? Like, what did you get out of the plot? Um, I feel, I don't know, I I feel like their treatment of a particular character was, I would have done it differently. I feel like, you know, he didn't get get his kind of comeuppance nearly enough. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I don't know, some of his logic for when he's, like, recalling sort of the trajectory that his life took is fucking weird. Yeah, okay, yeah. You're, of course, uh, talking about, like, the sort of flashback reveal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, got some kind of, like, creep chills. Oh, yeah, Yeah. it was really great. It got really dark. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of with you. I feel like uh, they could have at least... Because you kind of see the comeuppance. It's, like, the opening of the movie, and then we figure this stuff out after the fact. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, they could have expounded on that and showed more of his comeuppance again at the end afterwards <laughs> yeah. rather than just, like, oh, I did all these horrible things, bye. Yeah, but I, yeah, and yet I blame everybody else involved. I blame society. Basically. <laughs> One thing that was, uh, of course, a draw for us was the inclusion of Mary Warnoff mm. in this <laughs> the movie. The director's... Uh... At Soon the time. to be ex-wife. <laughs> yes. Um, we talked about her at length yeah. when we did our sex on screen episode. Yep. And she came up <laughs> even when we did our consumerism episode. She did. Uh, she will probably come up again. I know she'll come I up can, again forever. I can think of one specific episode in particular where she will definitely come up that yes. we have planned out. <laughs> um, probably won't be all. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think I even mentioned in... The just like the, the post about it, it was like you know this is all also like part of the, the beginning of an what will surely be an ongoing series of love letters. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't foresee that not stopping anytime soon. No, for sure. <laughs> uh, one thing I, I thought was interesting is the vibes I got off of her character during some of the scenes mm-hmm. is if her career had taken a different trajectory, maybe uh, I could have seen her doing sort of scream queen final girl kind of stuff yeah because she played the character sort of like very straight very serious and uh really sort of leaned into the like uh as if like a normal person caught in this horror yeah, scenario yeah absolutely and it's um 
different performance for sure, but it gave me vibes of some of those uh, classic slashers, like thinking like Jamie Lee Curtis and mm-hmm. Halloween or Terror Train. Absolutely. Kind of thing. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. I think the trajectory <laughs> her career did take was plenty good. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, you'll hear no complaints from me. Now, I don't want to give away the twist, but did that surprise you? Plot twist regarding the townsfolk. Oh, that one. So I thought you meant the big reveal. Yeah, no, well, this was just... also part of the big reveal. That's true. Yeah. Because um, I felt like... I, I didn't see that coming, and I, I and I have to admit, I w- that was probably one of the parts I found like least... Okay. Believable, maybe? Believable, sure. Like, it was very unbelievable, but it's one of those things that, um... Like, I was I remember it. thinking about that it happened, like, very early. I thought, like, what if this was a thing? And I'm wondering if I was just remembering in oh, the back of my yeah. head. Oh, yeah, and you just, like, kind of had it on the background. Because it was one that I had seen, but it's been so long I didn't remember the movie. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things that I, that tickled me. <laughs> like, you said, unbelievable yeah. as heck, but that tickled me. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, like, it was fun. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm into it. I'm here for it. Yeah, it was a interesting movie, for sure. <laughs> cool. Well, shall we move on to the next? Sure, let's. Okay, so what do we watch next? We watched P2. That was the next one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm remembering this. I'm sorry, like I said, I'm like brain dead. Uh, 2006? Seven. Seven. Oh, it was close. You were close. <laughs> I was close. P2, um, produced by, I'm going to butcher these names, these, uh, because my French pronunciation really sucks. All the Um, but yeah, produced by Alexandre Aha, I think, or Aja, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> right. High Tension, Heels of Eyes like, remake. Like, is that a Spanish last name? Um, yeah, because this is so cool. Aya, Aha, how, we do, how do we do the J's? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's so many ways. <laughs> um, but yeah, he produced this, and it was directed by, uh, Franck Calhoun. I think that was possibly correct. I don't know. Uh, he did the Maniac remake, which mm. I am a big fan of. That one is fucking great. But yeah, P2, uh, you hadn't seen this one either, had you? I had not. Okay. I was a little more familiar with this one mm-hmm. when we watched it. Uh, what, what did you think? I liked it for the most part. Um, great fucking creepy performance by, oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. Wes Bentley. Wes Bentley. Yeah. I was just like, I was, I was about to like name drop different characters he's, I've seen him play and it's just like, nope, the actual guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know the kind <laughs> of like creepy dudes I've written in scripts before? Mm-hmm. I think that this movie really spoke to me because yeah. I got <laughs> those vibes, that. you know? Yeah he, yeah, he did an excellent job. Like I, I hated his guts and was creeped the fuck out by him and he yeah. just like, yeah, so that was really great. Um, the, well, you know, going, you knew going into this, um, and for those who maybe aren't aware or don't know or don't care, um, the main character, the protagonist, is played by the same actress who inexpli- who CBS inexplicably brought in to try and replace Emily Prentice and J.J. Jennifer Ger- <laughs> Jarreau in Criminal Minds when I was in high school and... Nobody asked for this and nobody wanted this. So she had a very sort of like, you know, one season and the next and then the next season began and they were just like, oh, she got transferred. We brought back the women that you actually want to see because nobody asked for them to be kicked off the show. And this is I, uh, Rachel Nichols, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I kind of go in and be like, oh, it's it's Seaver. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no offense to her. I'm sure she's lovely, but it was just like. I felt like she did a fine job. She did a fine yeah. job. Yeah. It's, but it's just, yeah. I could see you kind of had <laughs> my that. My main introduction to her was just like, we don't want you. <laughs> that, that taste kind of came up in the back of your mouth <laughs> yeah. a bit. And, you're just and I was like, like, try to ignore it. Just, this is a different thing. You have nothing against her personally. It's CBS's fuckery. Like, but yeah, you know, even almost 10 years later, it's like, it's still there, man. Yeah. I don't know. God, at this point, it probably is 10 years later. Would have been about six. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, I'm fucking old. Hmm. I know I'm not actually, I just feel it, but I've, I felt like it since I turned, like, 20, so... Oh, okay. You're <laughs> one of those. I'm one of the, yeah. It's just like, well, I'm old. Anyway, um, yeah, that was pretty tense. I like how, um, <laughs> it feels so goofy saying this, but, and we said this, in a, I think we even commented this on, a, like, a, in a very sort of sarcastic way, how, um, our Santa Claus creeper man is almost, like, the like misplaced 
good intentions that you see behind like the me too movement and stuff where he's just like with oh with, yeah. <laughs> it's just like he's so gross and he's doing like everything he's critical it's criti- like if a nice guy tm trademark in quotes tried to solve me too yeah yeah totally where it's P2 just, solving he, yeah, he me too sol- yeah exactly like it, it was it was funny because it's just like well he's he, he's his like heart is adjacent to the right place it's not even in the right yeah, place was, but it's like it's it's kind say. of in the general it's vicinity right place of adjacent. the right place yeah <laughs> but then of course he undermines it when he says shit like because you know first he sounds super i guess woke being like yeah you can't just go up and like touch women whenever you feel like it but then he immediately undermines it with like she didn't like that because she's not a slut yeah. and it's like mm. oh okay so if a woman, which, as we clearly see throughout the trajectory of the film, he is very quick to go from idealizing her to, she's just a, you're just a, sl- you bet, like, at one point, you call, like, he, he demonizes her, and even at one point, he's like, oh, you, like, why are you defending me? You probably actually liked it, too. Yeah. Like, shit like that. So, it's just at the drop of a hat. So, it's like, oh, yeah, of course, that, you know, she, she doesn't deserve it, but that's because she's the, she's exceptional. And if she fulfilled the criteria that are you know super arbitrary and subjective for what i determined to make a woman a slut then Hmm. she actually does have this harassment coming even though i recognize it as harassment it's it's it's, a weird thing it really is like nice guy grown unhinged yeah 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 exactly Um, so that was kind of more so mm -hmm. so that was kind of funny to see you know even though this was like what 11 or so years ago Seeing yeah. it now, watching it now in this context, it's just like, yeah. oh yeah, I feel like we've all met that guy. It's funny because I <laughs> you know? saw this when it came out in theaters right. and it still felt relevant them for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't feel like, oh wow, this guy is a total outlier or anything oh, like yeah, that. Oh no, yeah, no, no, that this, this, this white knight type has all, yeah. always existed. Like, But, that, but yeah. it is interesting <laughs> how you can recontextualize it and it's still just as relevant. Mm-hmm. And still just as fucking gross. Yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, he really saw himself as exceptional. He's like, you can't treat this woman like this. And it's like, what are you literally doing right now, my yeah. dude? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> ooh. So, yeah, that, that was... I also love his uh, divorce from reality at mm-hmm. times, like the way they played that. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a big fan of creepy dinner scenes in movies. Thank you, yes. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yes. uh, it, you've instilled something in me that I love, even mm-hmm. though pretty much everyone afterward is probably derivative of you, Texas Chainsaw. But it's still, they've got a great creep one in this. They really do. Yeah. I liked the little reveals that would come out during the scene where it's just like, oh, so this is going on. Oh, there's a very vicious dog. Oh, are these handcuffs? And it just like keeps clicking mm-hmm. on and on, like these little reveals of details that just further, like the first detail tells you something's wrong, but then it's just like this, the situation just gets ratcheted up yeah. with each additional. And you can see her her face change as she's cluing into these different things and you see her demeanor shift entirely from like what's going on to like fuck you so much to like despair to despair to like like it's such a dramatic shift it's so subtle but it's so dramatic at the same time mm-hmm. and then you'll see her switch to like smiling and being like okay i have to play like i have to play yeah. along and try to escape when i can yeah. if possible so that's, she, she did a good job did, of subtly yeah. playing that emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. It, there isn't any grandiose, uh, at least not in this part anyway, like uh, performances mm-hmm. into how emotive she is. Like it is played yeah, very it is subtle and it's, it works expression. so well. Uh, yeah, exactly. And body language. Yeah. So yeah, it was some good fit. Cool. Did you have a, I guess this one Christmas kind of figured into it uh, yeah. decently well because the a big part of the dude's motive that he talks about, maybe not in so many words, but is being lonely and alone mm-hmm. at Christmas. And it's really compounded on the fact extra that it's a time for family and all this. Like she's, she's trying to go to her family. Mm-hmm. She's late at family. work. <laughs> yeah. um, and so there's all these things sort of hammering home the traditions that are often uh, for bad and for good attached to Christmas. Yeah. And, um, that kind of plays into his mindset a bit. Like, not so much, like, who, how he thinks this way, but maybe, like, the breaking point. Yeah, like, the, this, you know, he handles being lonely all the time, but this, it being this time of year, sort of the, like, straw that broke the camel's yeah. back kind of thing, where it's just all piled up, and this just brought it out so much that he, it actually emboldened him to 
to do what he does. And I think um, Christmas also plays in in a really sinister way insofar as creating the isolation and the conditions for being able to get away with this because there's nobody around. Right, there's no one at work. It's all locked up. Yeah, the streets are practically empty. So there's this... brings about this massive isolation. Yeah, because well, this is a Christmas Eve night, I, I, yes. if I remember yeah. right. Yeah, That's not, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because she seems like a workaholic, but I'd be surprised if it was Christmas Day and mm-hmm. she was there doing that stuff. Yeah, I know. It, it seemed like it was, I, I would guess, Christmas Eve. Yeah. I'm not entirely. I think so. They probably say at some point. Because I think when she's trying to get there, like, you're trying to catch a cab on Christmas Eve? Are you yeah, crazy? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that... that in B, it's, so it's in the background there because you also have it in the foreground when he's dressed up as Santa and all yeah, this stuff. But it's, it's his, in the background uh, in a booth. Very, yeah, his, his security guard, his little homestead inside the parking garage. He has done up with decorations mm-hmm. like the tree and the tinsel and yeah. stuff. But it is also in the background in a really interesting way. That's a very sinister. I'd call it and mm-hmm. just makes it very isolated. Yeah, and so, so I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it worked pretty well in this one. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I think this was... Yeah, it's so it is, I'd say, very much a Christmas horror without being in the way you'd maybe expect. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of a... I'm, I'm a fan of the sort of horror thriller stuff that uh, the, the guys behind this movie have been putting out. Like, I, I as problematic as it is, I love High Tension. Oh, um, I fucking love High Tension, yeah. Uh, the Maniac remake, like we said, that was... That's a, excellent, yeah. That's really well done. Uh, so maybe that is a bit of a bias for why I I enjoy this one so much, but this is one that I recommend if you haven't seen Mm -hmm. it. Um, I thought it was really good. It's, uh, it's not, it's also not a very difficult film to watch in Mm -hmm. that it's not mentally taxing. Like the plot, it it keeps you interested, but Mm -hmm. you can just sort of kick back and relax. Yeah. You don't have to like connect all the dots and like all this, like, yeah, it's, it's, you can follow it. The dots are connected for you, not in a like, here, look what we're doing. We're so clever. Wait, we're but just explaining it the and plot spoon just, feeding. Yeah, no, it just, it happens. It's just how the plot works. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a good. It's a basic template done in a unique way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we move on to the last one? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> and the last one we watched was The Children from 2008. Yeah. Oh, this look <laughs> on your face. I, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Oh, yeah. I, this was, a. I, I say it was pretty good. Um, it left some stuff kind of, like, unexplained. That, as you pointed out, it's not, like, necessarily pertinent or even important. Personally, I don't mind a movie that doesn't explain things, as mm-hmm. long as it's not in a way where it's, like... Like, I felt like for the action and containment of this movie, it could get away with it. Not so much, like, mm-hmm. oh, you tried to explain the killer's motive but left a huge detail out, yeah, so no. the, the plot falls apart. Like, yeah. the plot doesn't hinge on it. But I get what you mean, because when the end credits hit, you're just like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I have so many questions. And, mm-hmm. again, like, it, having them answered wouldn't necessarily make the movie any better or more enjoyable. It may mm-hmm. even make it worse, depending on how they answer yeah. the questions, if they were to. But, yeah, it was just like, oh. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah, like, so we're rolling credits. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, God. I don't think I... This is up there for a movie where the cast is, like, almost entirely unlikable. Yeah. Like, yeah. I do not like any of these characters. No. And that's adults <laughs> and children alike. Like, yeah. They're, and this is... I'm talking before we even get into the meat of the horror. Like, they're already garbage. They are. And that's one of the funny things is, like, I... I work with kids. I love kids so much, but the kids in this movie, even even before they go full fucking evil, it's like they do that high pitched screeching. Yeah, thing th- yeah. I, I was saying this as we were watching the movie. Like, I I can handle a lot. I can do, I can do poop. I can do blood. I can do like trying to reason with a, a three year old who keeps asking why. Like, I have so much patience for so much of that shit. But the second that high pitched shrieking happens. With, like, kids at work or anything, like, I... And we're not talking kids in actual distress, either. No, we're no, we're talking... talking kids that are just screaming because they fucking can, and nobody has ever told them not to in their lives yeah. and meant it. That just, like, grates on my nerves. Like, I turn into the fucking Grinch immediately, and I'm just like, stop! I can see your skin trying to crawl off yeah, your body Yeah, you can see me just, like, tensing it. up as I'm describing and getting um, all animated. Like, it's am, the worst sound. I am with you on that. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm not as gung-ho in love with the kids as, as yeah. uh, like... 
I don't work with kids mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, but oh goodness, these kids. Yeah, but you see, you're, you're like, wow, these are shitty kids. And it's like, they have really shitty parents, so yeah, I'm, yeah, you that's know where you get it from. Yeah. from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the realization that came rather late into it that one of the parents was actually Helena Peabody from The L Word. Yeah, we're just like, she's so familiar, we should, we should look her up, and then it's like, but where would he have seen her from? Because she's British, so unless she like hit her accent. Oh, <laughs> okay, she didn't hide her accent. Yeah. Yeah, so that that was that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> the realization is oh shit, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, well, if you couldn't quite tell, this is in the subgenre of evil kids. Yeah, um, if the name alone wasn't enough to give it away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a movie where a family through marriage and family, like relatives, are all getting together at Christmas time to do their big family holiday thing, and they all have a bunch of kids in tow like that was a lot of children for well, the two hosts sets of have, parents is it only two kids i think the hosts have two kids two and they have and then the the fa- the another i guess family unit that comes in has i think two kids of their own and then the daughter the, the older daughter, daughter yeah, yeah that she had from previous i think teenage relationship kind of thing yeah yeah so but yeah it's it, it's funny so i guess there's only really like Four it felt kids, like but there it was felt a so chaotic. Yeah. Like they made it so chaotic that it seemed yeah, there was a whole brood of them, it seemed like. Yeah, because I guess yeah, a family they go to visit having two kids. It's just that like, oh, that's pretty average. That, you know, yeah. like two point five kids yeah. like, between them. That's well, there you average. go, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty average. But it felt like like it was a field trip utter was exploding. Chaos. <laughs> like in that each in that first like five, ten minutes when they pull yeah. up and they're all greeting each other and the kids are running around screaming yeah. and yeah, it seemed like they yeah, like a whole school bus full I of kids. I found the movie kinda hard to watch on how grading that could get yeah. at times but as soon as it flipped from grading like that because the tension transitioned i get why they did that because the mm-hmm. tension transitioned so nicely it from did. that as soon as the horror kicks in yeah as soon as we start getting that tension of uh-oh something bad is something going to is happen fucked up like um, what's going on here it just you're already heightened to that you point are, yeah, it just like, kicks off a, and it's yeah. uh like i know that even though i knew what was coming the the tension in this really worked for me just mm-hmm. sort of sitting there being like okay okay it's coming i know what's happening i know it's coming but i'm still just on the edge of my seat like, anyway <laughs> yeah and uh yeah i guess i was kind of uh i don't know if I've taken it back but like surprise i don't i can't think of the right word but i was sort of like oh i, d- I guess i wasn't expecting that there's a lot of um violence against children shown on screen but kind of completely forgot about that yeah and i mean not that it's like at all unwarranted or and you're probably even like cheering for it at times but it's just like oh i'm a monster yeah (laughs) no there are some scenes there that it's like this like they just did that whoa yeah it's like this goes (laughs) up there with the best sort of like splatter flicks or like horror things but that was a kid that was like and yet it's not done it doesn't feel like it's a cruel sadistic or like an, an edge like it's edge lording no no it's really know, like, like look at what we just did no, oh are you it, offended it yet? actually like, works it does in the context yeah. of the movie because it, it, it's entirely in self-defense yeah and they play that dichotomy too where they some do, people yeah. are like we have to defend ourselves and other people are like they're this still children they're you chill- can't possibly do this as they get devoured like yeah like you, you see the kids being evil and they still just can't they can't yeah and, and that's that actually makes me think of um taking self-defense classes and one of the things the guy said he's he's or the is the main instructor he said you know the big thing you have to work on is is your mind because he's like people are super easy to, it is super easy to hurt someone it is super hard to mentally allow yourself to because he's like yeah bodies you can do so like a million different things you can gouge someone's eye like there's so many things you can do to hurt somebody's body and like physically hurt them especially in a self-defense but it's that mental yeah even if they are attacking you yeah. wishing you harm you still yeah. have to get over that you st- block you do and for some people like that's well you see in the movie like it's like the i'm about to be killed but i i can't do this because i just like ethically morally it goes against everything mm-hmm. i you know stand and believe for whatever and i'm you know i'm a- about to get killed but I, there's still that block there yeah. that is just Im- absolutely cannot move it. So that's that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz it's like, oh shit, that yeah. Same probably, I don't know. Yeah. Cuz yeah, that whole idea of, of like that 
different levels of monsters. Because, you know, obviously murderers, we see them as pretty monstrous, but murderers of children, like people who hurt children versus people who hurt, like, adults, it's, like, there's something different about that. Even in prison, you hear about these, like, hierarchies where, like, it's it's people who hurt children who are going to be There's at the bottom. bottom, get, like, shanked, killed, like, just... And I mean, yeah, like, I get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it does seem pretty fucking grotesque, too. But at the same time, like, it's also pretty fucking grotesque to do that to people that aren't children who are older, so... Yeah, because if I sit there and pick it apart and spell it out, it's yeah. like, okay, so we as a society and myself included think of it as so much more monstrous to do this against a kid regardless of how innocent another hypothetical person might be mm-hmm. but if i sit there and pick it apart it's like well they're doing the exact same thing i don't actually think it's worse because i think they're both awful yeah, like, yeah it's like the act itself is awful it's like identical and the victim is like the adult or the older person is not inherently more deserving so yeah it, it, it's hard to, when you actually sit there to pick it apart it's like it's hard to find the language for like why that's it reminds it's me it's just the boundary great, of it i guess right uh canadian movie called last night where it's about the last night on Earth. Everyone knows it's oh. going to end at midnight. The entire world is going to just blink out of existence. And it's all these people just going about their lives on their last six hours on Earth. And uh, there's this old couple watching home movies with their family. And this one old lady's like, you know, people always say, what about the children? we got to protect the children. The poor, poor children. We'll fuck the children. Because they haven't lived. They don't have as much to lose. Yeah, kind of thing, <laughs> right? And it's just like that's an interesting flip on that it is, usual and, but it conversation. Makes, makes you think, right? It's like, well, yeah, when you put it that way, like shit, they they don't know. Have, yeah, is, is there as much dread? She's there? thinking, I've got like, this whole lifetime of stuff that's being cut off now. Yeah. Whereas you know, a, like a three year old, and they're not talking about how people die or yeah, anything yeah, like but just that. As far like as we're not the, talking like, trauma, the existential dread and the yeah. despair over it's knowing like the, this is it's like the child doesn't know what they're missing yeah. out. <laughs> and if anything, that's that's a blessing. Yeah, so it's yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a really so, weird flip on it that is, combo. Yeah. And it, yeah, and um, just sort of tangential, but I guess where this idea of sort of like something being worse but not being able to articulate why. Um, one thing that. Um, my psychologist actually told me right before she went on mat leave, we were talking about stuff and, you know, just talking about stuff as we do. And, um, she, we were talking about different sort of forms of trauma and she pointed, cause you, I guess, I don't know about you, but I have always had the sense that sort of, not that I like to, um, make like a hierarchy of trauma, right. and, like who's is, who has it worse. Cause it's like, no, whatever, ha- like whatever you feel, whatever happens to you, that's valid. Mm-hmm. It's all subjective. You don't, deserve to not have access to care just because so-and-so has it worse because there's always gonna be someone who has it worse but anyway um i've always sort of like growing up and stuff had this sense that like the sort of worst thing that can happen to you short of being murdered would be being sexually assaulted right and i was never quite able to it's hard to articulate it is and and one of the things she pointed out was that you know there's and this was going off of um some of the worksheets or not worksheets but information available through the sexual assault center in the city because she used to work for and it was talking about different kinds of boundaries, like physical boundaries, spiritual boundaries, emotional boundaries, etc. And she said sexual violence is the only form of violence or assault that cuts across all of those boundaries. Okay. And I was like, oh, and that kind of clicked for me. Yeah. So the, I think something there with the kids where it's like, why is this, you know, insert violent act here more acceptable against adults yeah. or maybe teenagers than it is against like minors under the age of 12 or something yeah. and it's like yeah there's 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 some boundaries there that are being crossed i think that not that they're not being crossed for the others but just because they're at such a different stage developmentally yeah that it's just like i don't know maybe the sense that like man they never even had a chance mm-hmm. like you know what i mean so yeah it's it's turned into a kind of interesting yeah <laughs> yeah we really... philosophical discussion of the ethics and uh of killing children of... <laughs> yeah of hurting kids yeah woo mm-hmm Leave it to us. Uh, but yeah, so children, recommend, mm-hmm. don't recommend? Yeah, I recommend it. It's, yeah. it's, uh, well, you, going into it, you're like, so this is, this movie makes a great case for, uh, saying, fuck having kids, fuck kids in yeah. general. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, okay. As someone who likes, okay. Yeah. And it's, but watching it, yeah, I fucking felt it. Like, yeah, I was just like, you, you oh, get why. God, these kids are 
brutal. Conversely, <laughs> like, you see these kids and you're like, okay, chances are good that my experiences with kids in the world will not be that no. bad because holy shit. Oh, yeah. And like you said, you can tell from the way the adults act where these kids picked yeah. it up. I, I honestly even can at work. Like you can always tell a kid who it's just like, yeah, your parents have never said no to you and meant it and actually like enforced the bound that boundary. Yeah. And now when anyone else tries to, you just laugh in their face. Yeah. And this is not going to stand. But yeah. And as much as you're like pissed off at the kid in the moment for being a, just a little dickwad, it's like, it's your parents. It's your parents. They've done a huge disservice to you. And I'm mad at them more than I'm trying to be mad at them instead of mad at you. <laughs> I love your selflessness there. Cause I think like it's your parents and they've done a huge disservice to me. Cause I have to they deal have, with yeah, your shit. But, <laughs> but it's like, they've done a disservice to you too, because you're going to make it to a certain point in life. And just like be completely ill-equipped hunt. to. That shit won't fly. <laughs> function in society yeah with like other people who are not gonna take that shit yeah and you missed out on such an op- good opportunity to or important to not be a, to not be a fucking like anti-social douchebag <laughs> like and i know i'm saying this about four-year-olds <laughs> but like it's true it's it's oh. like oh i love them but god yeah but you fuck can, off sometimes yeah fuck off sometimes yeah <laughs> oh Christ. and that's doubly to their parents <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree, though, on that. I would recommend this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's wild. Yeah. Because this is sort of a last-minute addition to the lineup, but mm-hmm. it's one of those ones that I kind of forgot about. Yeah, I'm glad we watched it. I am, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that said, I guess, uh, do we have some recommendations maybe on this theme? Yeah, yeah. I, go think, into? I think we do. I did first last time. Yeah. So do you want to go first this time? I can go first. Okay, so my recommendation is uh, another one of those ones that it's a Christmas movie, but kind of gets forgotten that it's a Christmas movie a lot of time. Um, So we were talking about some directors and producers earlier that came out of a particular film movement, the uh, French New Extremity. Oh, yes. So, of course, as hard as those movies are to watch, I find myself drawn to them anyway. Mm -hmm. And my pick is one of the uh, harshest one of the bunch. It is Inside. Mm, I, it was, I don't think I've seen it. You walked in once when I was watching part of it and were oh, shook. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, I, I, um, I think I know exactly which one you're talking about. It was about. remade fairly recently. I'm talking about the original here. Mm-hmm. Of course, I haven't actually seen the remake, so I'm not I'm not commenting on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the original from its French movie, uh, it's the setting is really great because it's Christmas Eve again, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, this woman living alone on Christmas Eve. She's uh, due with her child. Like She's pregnant. She's pregnant. She's about to have a kid. Um, she's alone because the um, father died in a car wreck, as mm. we see at the beginning of the movie. And, yeah, she's that's the, the setup of the situation. And furthermore, not only is she alone, but... This is set during the riots in Paris that were happening at the time, which mm. actually is the backgrounding for a fair few of these movies. So oh, it'd no be doubt. interesting to see the parallels <laughs> yeah. between that that event and why these films were happening. Right. I wonder if anything, speaking of which, I wonder if anything new is going to emerge in yeah, the next uh, little for bit. for sure. Because, yeah, I think Frontiers had that exact same kind of setup. You haven't seen that one. I haven't. Um, but... She's at home alone when she is accosted by a stranger who wants to steal her unborn baby. Of course. It is about as harsh, brutal, and intense as that plot could entail, but it's really slick and well done. Cool. Uh, so you have to steal yourself for a lot of nastiness. I mean, it, like I said, French New Extremity, you've got to do you, that you, anyway. Yeah, you, you know what you're getting into. Or hopefully you know what you're yeah. getting into. You should. Like, my introduction, <laughs> and a lot of people's introduction to this, because it was pretty early in the, the bunch, was High Tension. Mm-hmm. And I remember kind of being blown away by how extreme that movie was. Yeah. And that is, like, the safe one of these movies. Right, yeah. So, I, I think, I want to say that's maybe the only one I've seen. That sounds about right. Yeah. There are a bunch of new, you know, like martyrs and stuff that are notorious that been meeting to, just never got around to it. So We will get around we to it. We will. <laughs> yeah, maybe do an episode on this topic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for a really tense Christmas-themed horror movie, I'm. this is my recommendation to you. Cool. I will check. Well, we will check it out. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I want to. Sounds pretty intense. So what is yours at me? Um, I am, I couldn't really think of anything, like, 
creative or forgotten about or yeah, no, <laughs> anything that's like that. Yeah, so I just think they could just go with the classic Black Christmas, the original one. I know oh, that is the one classic. of your favorites. Yeah, one Classics, of my all-time favorites. Also in terms of like the slasher genre yep. and just, and yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Now, you don't have to always just look <laughs> to the unknown ones. Sometimes exactly, the classics. Yeah, it's, like, it's a classic. Classics it's are great. classic for a reason. And it's, it's, you know, as the name would entail or indicate, Imply. it's quite, it's very Christmassy. It's take, yep. It takes place at Christmas. It plays into the sort of the, the setting, the why, and the explanations for sort of like why there aren't as many people around. Again, yeah. that sort of more isolation of those who, I guess, get left behind on the holidays. Yeah, it's also an early sorority house slasher yes. movie. Yes, It's a early slasher movie. It's one of those ones that uh, does, like, Halloween does a lot what this movie did. Not trying to say stolen or not or anything. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, you can see the parallels, even though this was about three years before Halloween. Yeah. Uh, but this also was an early Christmas horror movie. This was also an early sorority house horror movie so like it's got a lot of firsts it does. And a lot of like really cool oh it's just really cool mm-hmm. yeah and it's a great movie it's creepy as hell as mm-hmm. you well know <laughs> so if uh you not not you Lori, but you anyone listening haven't seen you the it, listener you the listener do yourself a favor and check it out even if it even if you're end up not doing it at christmas time it's it's perfect at christmas time yeah. but it's also an excellent movie on its own. You can watch it any time of year, really. Yeah. It's fantastic. I remember it was kind of hard to find when I first saw it. Uh, I had heard of it, hadn't been able to see it, and then Space Channel was playing it oh. one year, so I went ahead and taped it, because I think I was mm. busy when it was on, but I had uh, a night home alone to myself um, in my teen years when uh, I was able to put this one on, and even though I was pretty jaded at this point, this one held me. Like, the suspense mm-hmm. in this one got me. It's tense, Like, yeah. we showed this to friends a couple Christmases ago, and I remember <laughs> our hardened horror friends were still just like, holy shit, that was, yeah. like, that was wow. Just like, wow. That's, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's still creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it has some stuff that, the, the creepiness, it's, it doesn't even age, it's just, it's eternal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, this shit's always the creep. is creep. eternal. It is. <laughs> eternal yeah. creep factor. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, good recommendation. I think everyone out there who hasn't seen it definitely you should. Get on that shit. It's you will thank yourself for doing so. Yeah. Cool. Well, I guess that's gonna about do it for us. Mm-hmm. Um so we won't be taking a break over the holidays. We're gonna keep the episodes coming. That's the plan. Um Mostly because doing this stuff kind of is a bit of a break. Yeah. <laughs> and now we get to just talk about horror movies and relax. Yeah, such a chore, right? <laughs> yeah, the prep for this is watching movies together. Again, so. such a chore. Yeah. <laughs> but We would not be doing that if it weren't for the podcast. No, absolutely not. It's purely not. for the podcast's sake that we watch movies I hate together. movies. Like, yeah. I can't stand movies. And but... I can't really stand you either. And, like, we're <laughs> together. <laughs> we well, kid. That, that's fair. <laughs> no. uh, all right. Well, guess that's it. Take it easy. Keep it sleazy. Ho, ho, ho. I don't know. <laughs> Perfect.